Tēnā koutou. Welcome to Inez's daily live stream. I was thinking of calling this um, Te Wāti Toki, because I know it's a bit random when I turn up in my live streams and so forth. So um, I wanted to, if you give me a second, I'm going to record this as well um, via my live stream, streaming system, because I just want to make sure I can place it in different uh, recording it for you in different ways uh, but today I was part of an engagement hui with MB and that's the Ministry of um, Business Innovation and Employment and um, so I've been asked to be a part of some engagement they're doing a consultation public consultation with Māori from different um, sectors and I was invited as the professionals in housing advocacy okay um, so it took me, let me go and get, I prefer to find out exactly what they said, how they described it, um, but I wanted to report to you what I discussed with them. Okay, so today I was part of the Māori Housing Advocates and Regulators, um, so there was a few of us in this hui and we were giving our, our views on how, um, here it goes, Māori engagements. All right, essentially what MB wants to know is what is it that Māori wants them in their building code and their building and their BCITO and their building code um, and in the building sector to take on board for us Māori? What is it that we need and what we want? Kapai. So I'm just going to enter in my studio and just, you know, add myself and go live. So that I can make sure I record this for later. All right, kia ora. So welcome to my live stream. Um, today we had I had a hui. Um, how do I get that off there? Anyway, well, I had a hui, and MB wanted to engage, wants to engage with Maori communities. I was in this engagement hui um, as an a Māori advocacy and housing regulator, that, that's the sector that I was representing. And here is the um, the feedback that I gave them. Um, so they wanted to know what are the things, the issues from the building sector um, that are affecting us in our housing. And there's a whole lot of corridor going on. What I shared was that We've got all these housing solutions, so tiny houses and papakainga type houses, and we've got all the funding for the infrastructure, okay? But right here in this space, that little space there, which is where I'm working, there's a big problem, and that is that no banks will finance these houses over here and help the houses get to the, to the actual whenua. So this gap here, the finance, how did we how can they help us to address that so my feedback to them was i know they're from the building industry and they're from the so mb and then they're in charge of the bcito and the building standards and code and making sure everything's safe and all that but what's the point in making sure the houses are safe when they're so unaffordable that our people end up in unsafe environments anyway, like unsafe meaning substandard rentals um, or living in rentals or um, 
what do you call it you know motels and stuff and sometimes and that's starting to affect the working people as well it's not just affecting people because they can't got no income this affects high earners so my very specific advice to them was this if you're going to do something with the building code can you find a way to make it possible for tiny houses to be permanent dwellings to be considered permanent dwellings because if they can get become considered to be permanent dwellings then it's not hard for people like me who are creating like we're helping to build the credit union and it's not hard for people who are in westpac and kiwi bank and anz for example not exactly those ones but banks to be able to give a home loan for those kind of houses because did you know that the reason tiny houses aren't able to become get funded is because they're not permanent structures and think about it from the bank's perspective if they're not permanent structures <clears throat> it's like a caravan and so they're going to give you 150,000 or 180,000 for a tiny home or a small affordable home transportable if it's on pile not on permanent piles or if it's on wheels or if it's on skids it's essentially to them to a bank it's a caravan and caravans can be stolen so give you 150,000 200,000 70,000 okay it's not permanent the house gets stolen and then they've got no land related to that loan and they've got no house related to that loan it doesn't exist anymore and in that scenario the borrower will probably just stop making repayments you know so that's that's their view that's their perception of um money and so tiny homes and affordable homes that aren't permanent structures meaning they're not on piles and sitting there connected to the piles which is dug into the ground means they can't give you a home loan so they have to give you a offer you a personal loan but if we look at let's say 100 grand over five years for a personal loan that's 20,000 a year in repayments that's about you know real rough 400 bucks a week for a tiny home that's a not a, that's one not affordable and two not livable so tiny homes and transportable options and small systems are only valuable and useful for us as people if we are able to have 20 to 25 year loans over them which means that it's a hundred grand for example over 20 years becomes you know what's that three thousand dollars a year something like that which is 30 let's say 50 to 100 bucks a week now that's affordable that's not possible right now because tiny houses transportables affordable options are generally not permanent they can't be made permanent because they're not necessarily to the building code so i told them that today in a more succinct way uh, that was really well received so I wanted to let you know, I advocated by saying you need to find a way to make tiny homes affordable for us so that we can get home loans. So one of the things they said is, hey, how would it help if we came up with like a sort of a safety code, building code specifically for tiny houses? 
so that when people are building tiny houses, they can design them in a way that will be compliant with the building code and therefore made permanent. And therefore they come into the realm of potentially being able to get a home loan over them. Okay. So I felt that was really promising. I felt that was really promising and I wanted to let you know. Um, I also wanted to let you know the other thing I gave them, the advice uh, or, you know, my feedback uh, was that Māori, mostly including myself, somehow got the message that those 30 square metre dwellings, if something's less than 30 square metres, we don't need to get consent for it. And they said, yeah, that's not correct. I didn't know that. So I gave them that advice. I said, first of all, you need to structure your advice and your communications with us as Māori and the public in a different way because that's not how the message came across. Um, so I found out that 30 square metres, yes, is okay. It still has to be built to code. doesn't mean it has to have consent, but it still has to be built to code in order to be, you know, like legal and insurable. But also if it has a kitchen and ablutions, like toilet and whatever, then it still has to go through the consent process, no matter how big it is. So it could be 20 square metres, it has a toilet and a bathroom, you need you need consent so so i asked them to address that as it find a way for maori people to have small less than 30 square meters with um you know some sort of bathroom or something find a way or a design that can be approved so that we can still live small and affordable but not illegal because at the moment, we're going to do it, Māori are going to do it anyway. Even if you say it's not legal and you need consent, they're going to say, stuff you, it's our whenua, so we're, we're going to do it. And then people, we have to do it off-grid and we have to do it without funds. And so you're not going to get this whole safe housing anyway, potentially. So that was good. That was really well received. There were other people in there giving their opinions too, professionals, and they were right on point. Um, yeah, but I wanted to let you know the two parts I gave from sort of my perspective on our behalf, that commonly tiny houses, transportables and small dwellings are not getting passed and therefore not eligible for money because they're not, they need to tell us how we can build these structures, small, affordable, but legal. Okay. Thought I'd let you know. Um, and I mean, I'm going to share, what am I going to share? I'm going to pull up. I, I just did it today. So I'll, I'll just take it. Where did I put that photo? Where did I put it? Just bear with me. I just wanted to show you, uh, NBIE. Here we go. I'm going to open this up. Where are you all? Okay, here you go. And I'm going to...
preview. I think this is the one. It's sharing now. I'm not sure if you can see it. Um, if you can't see it, if I haven't done it, got it on here. Oh, no, I'll do this. I'll just share my window. All right. Um, maybe that's not working. All right, I'm going to just go skip it and go over to my live stream technology, and I'll swear it, share it on there, and then I can always share the recording with you all after. Window tab. Ah, never mind. Kate Pai. Kate Pai. I'll just add them into our channel way eh, as pictures. So um, really what I'm just showing you is they said key here, Heidi. Where to next? Summarize the insights and quoted all from this hui today. Um, the insights in Fakaro can help shape and inform better uh, policy developments into the future direction of the building system to better support Maori aspirations. How would you like to work together with MBIE into the future? And share any further for Carl by emailing building at um, mb.govt.nz. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go over to our iwi and upload that there. Okay, I'll, I'll upload it there and um, yeah, cool. Thanks. It's not sharing, eh? So can can I get you all um, either in the chat? Actually, actually, after this finishes, I'll pop up a post here of I took some snapshots while I was in there. No, I'm not supposed to do that. Eh? So I blurred out other people's faces. But what I'd like you to do is when they've said in this thing, they've said where to from here would like any more for Carl, um, I'd like to because I've been invited to the table with MB, MBIE, uh, in this engagement on, as an advocate for Māori housing. Um, I'm happy to be your representative if you want. So I, I'll put a post on our channel. Please pop any of your common frustrations with or frustrations, desires, wishes, um, and I'll make sure to table them um, because I'm going to keep being in these engagements with them directly. So um, what is it? How would you like to work together with MB in the future and insights in Fakaro can help shape and inform policy development into the future direction of the building system to better support Māori aspirations? Hit me up, everybody. I'll pop it in our channel. After you see that post, please place whatever comments you'd like me to table with the Ministry of Business, Innovation and Employment in regards to what better building systems can be put in place to make it uh, to help us as Māori people achieve our aspirations, okay, of housing, living on our whenua, all that kind of thing. Cool. I'm really, um, kind of just fell on me. I've been denying and declining turning up to these hui for a while. I've been invited to the engagement. And working with government is not particularly my thing, uh, government departments, um, just because I tend to find that feel that they work in the space of developing policies instead of developing outcomes which but i i will say i went in there a bit anti and i was a little bit like you know but i want to know what you're doing and 
they've got some choice initiatives there. Seriously, choice. So I said to them, um, have you considered finding a better way to let us as Māori know about these initiatives? Because they're obviously on your website. And I said, I don't read. Reading is not my preferred format of communication. Hence why I do videos and audio, right? So I said, if you engaged with our people in that way, perhaps they might be more inclined. Like, let's say, putting up a resource consent. What's the process of doing resource consent? Put up a string of videos of that and post it to Facebook or put it on your website, rather than getting us to read everything about building consents and the building code on your website, and then we have to go to the local council and government and read everything about applying for resource consent. And then we have to do the loan application. We, I was, we, me and the others when they were just like, everybody's tired by the time we've had one hui with one government department. So please find a better way to share your knowledge with us and guide us through those avenues. Yeah. I've also got, so in there was Adele Hawaii from, I think it's Hokainga Consultancy. I mean, they've got some amazing um, alternatives for housing. So the Eco Globes, I believe. So I might see if they want to come in and chat sometime if you're interested as an alternative for living and all that. But yeah, I'll keep it there for now. Thanks for joining and watching. Um, daily live stream. Be here tomorrow morning. I will be here tomorrow morning with you. And as usual, I'll, I'll live stream and then I'll add a string little link so that if you want to join me in the live stream, you can. And from now, I think I might start um, setting a topic for my daily live streams. You guys uh, all gave me a whole lot of topics that you'd like to hear covered um, in our private channel. And so I'm thinking I'm going to go and have a look at those and start digesting and placing a topic a day or a topic a week or something. And on that topic, I won't just be the only one talking, but uh, others who have this knowledge or maybe better than me, you can invite yourself into the live stream and maybe educate us or share some knowledge with us. Uh, or otherwise, if you just have questions, we can call it all. How's that? Cool, everybody. Thank you, Lydia, Pania, Karen. Um, Tanya, and I think we've got a few other people watching too. Um, what if the builders bring their square meter rate down? Hey, Karen, funny you say that. So we had a builder in there, um, ex-builder, and he's, um, we used to work for the BCITO. So he was saying, and my husband's a builder, eh? That's our other thing. That's his businesses. He does building. So... You know how people were going around hoarding the toilet paper after COVID? So Bunnings hasn't had any deliveries of jib since the first lockdown in 2020. Two years later, none. And so jib and building supplies have like run out around all of the mitotines in the Bunnings. My husband's having to use uh, ply and mill wood because the usual wood sizes and the jib have now been hoarded or they just run out. So we're having to use alternative materials. And so that jib, what might making up numbers here, but let's say a sheet used to be 30 bucks, it's now 10 times that price, let's say 300 if you can find it. 
So what used to be expensive is now expensive, expensive to build. Which is why I've been saying to people, like, so with my program and my advice, I don't teach you based on, oh, what's the same every year? It might seem like it's the same, but it isn't. Yeah. So a little while ago, I might have said you got more money for building something brand new, a brand new house. So you got more money from your grant. Why don't you just build houses and get that money, build a new house and everything. But now the rate per square meter, the cost to build a house is so much higher. You're actually better off to buy um, an established house where the land is worth, say, 500000 or whatever, and the house is worth 50000 but it's still three-bedroom, it's still an older house, and you can do it up. But the cost of building now is like 400000 for quite a basic three-bedroom rectangle house, um, and you add that to the land, it's, it's epic. Thanks, everybody. You have a wonderful evening, and I'll be back with you tomorrow for my daily live stream. I think I'm going to call it Watitoki because it happens at random times. Thank you for joining in. Modi order.